0: Welcome to the Save the Cat podcast. This is our very first uh, episode, our pilot episode. Um, I'm Naomi.
1: Hey, and I'm Jose.
0: And we're here to talk about uh, things related to Save the Cat. Yep. Okay.
1: (laughs) How are you doing today, Naomi?
0: I'm pretty good, but uh, I'll be honest, (laughs) a little nerve-wracking to have a microphone in front of me. (laughs)
1: I think it's same with me. I'm just. But you, I'm not
0: going to stare directly at it. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. We will not <laughs> look at that. We
1: will not look at the mic and get yeah. this podcast going. Yeah. All right. So here's one thing that I always, you know, encounter with uh, with writers. You know, save the cat. The good Save the Cat podcast. The great thing about Save the Cat, everybody talks about Blake's fifteen beats. Yes. And Blake, even in his book, mentions that for him the hardest beat, or what writers seem to have the hardest. Is the bad guys close in? Mm-hmm. Uh, now I kind of disagree on that. So I wanted to ask you: uh, Do you feel the same way? Do you think the bad guys close in is the hardest beat that writers have to get through?
0: Well, uh, I'm sure it's different for everyone. I think, interestingly, for me and for a lot of writers, um, you know, that I've talked to, I think the midpoint tends to be very difficult to crack. And I think uh, the uh, magical midpoint. Yeah, and I think. Um, I think a lot of people try to come up with their beats uh, chronologically when they're working through the beat sheet. And instead, I think it, it may be helpful to jump around because a lot of times you don't know what you need your midpoint to do until after you sort of know the beginning and the end and kind of the complete arc. Yeah. And then you can find, you can find a midpoint that either raises the stakes properly or turns the action properly or whatever you need it to do, but you don't really know what you need it to do until you have the big picture figured yeah. out.
1: Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that, and it, it's also like kind of knowing if you want to set first a false victory or a false mm-hmm. defeat at midpoint. But you know, for me, actually, the beat that I always kind of harp on with writers, like for me, is the toughest one. And you've ever heard this a lot, like right? people say, the hardest thing to write is the second act. I actually think the hardest thing to write is the first act. Mm-hmm. So for me, the beat that I really find that I really tell writers you must concentrate on is the setup beat. Yeah because for me this is really where you want to start grabbing me as a reader not just as a viewer because again especially for you writers out there you know your first audience is not the guy who's going to go buy the movie ticket your first audience is going to be the reader That's right. so for me as a reader you really want to grab me and pull me into that story yes that hero story in particular in that first 10 pages you know it's like why do i care really right. for, for about this this person that i'm going to be following for the next 80, 90 pages. Yeah,
0: I think that's key. What you just said is why do you care? Because I think that's something that writers tend to overlook. You know, in trying to set up enough information to get the story going in those first 10 pages, I think a lot of times that's what uh, falls by the wayside is like, you have to actually make me want to read the story, not just have enough information to follow the story. You have to make me want to stay in it and yeah. want to keep going and, and want to get to page 11. Um,
1: Yeah, and I think the other thing for me as well with that setup is that, again, understanding what will motivate this hero throughout the second act. And I think that, again, for me is key. If I understand that, why your hero will react to a situation, where they're coming from emotionally speaking, right? right? Like I said, like I tell writers all the time. If you take them to Mars that's filled with zombies, hey, I will follow them there. Right. As long as I understand what drives them emotionally speaking. Yeah. And and I think writers kinda kinda forget that because they start concentrating too much on the setup and trying yep. to make it look cute, trying to you know, all this right. you know, all these little devices that's happening, yeah. you know, in the story. But they kind of forget who really it's all about.
0: Right. I think yeah, I think uh writers tend to Get bogged down in what information do they need to present, and then they lose track of, um, or maybe not lose track of, but in the first ten pages they forget that they're actually telling a story. Also, like because in the setup, it is setting up all the context that they need us to have to understand the story, but they, you know, it also still has to be an engaging story in those first ten yeah. pages too. I will say another big problem that I that I have noticed in the first sort of 10 pages of any script is clarity. Like that's how you can actually tell a professional writer from someone who's still learning the craft. Yeah. If your first 10 pages are confusing and not even in big ways, but sometimes just reading the pages if I'm like I don't I don't really know who the main character is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be fault fo- like what line of action I'm supposed to be following. Yeah. That's a big tip off that, you know, the writer maybe is still figuring out the story themselves. Yeah, and
1: I think what's key with what you just said is, and I've I've, I've experienced this myself, is that you know sometimes just in those first ten pages, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure
0: mm-hmm.
1: whose story yeah. I'm following. That's kind of big. You know, it, it's it, we're getting to that big red flag zone, right? right? Of, of okay, you're not being clear enough as the writer as right. to whose story that you should be following. Right. And understand the there are scripts out there, there are movies out there yeah. where you kind of start off with. One character in the first minute or so, and then it jumps right into sure. the which can be a main hero, and that happens. But once you jump into this, who will, who really will be our hero? Right. We really need to understand right. why they're going to be our hero, yeah. right? And again, for me, it's jumping into right away yeah. that emotional story, right? right? And, and 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 kind of within the context of this world that you're now creating as right. well in the setup.
0: And every story is different, so I think there are like ensembles that you know you just by the nature of the story, you're going to have to introduce a lot of people, and that can be difficult, but I think that's the challenge that professional writers are able to meet is they find a way to make you care about either the main character or the couple of main characters so that you are emotionally engaged right away, and it is clear who you're following for the story, you know, even if they introduce the villain first and then the hero or whatever order it happens, there's still a clear... Setup yeah. of whose story this is, or who we're going to be watching. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And,
1: and even just kind of adding to that, even it's that, you know, especially if like you know, if it's like a science fiction world,
0: mm-hmm. right,
1: where it's it, there's this great kind of big, I call them visual hooks or physical hooks, mm-hmm. right, to the story, you know, whether they're trying traveling devices or right. whatever they are. Again. I think, like you were saying, with the professional writers, they kind of know to sort of put that aside mm-hmm. to a certain degree mm-hmm. and, and kind of let the hero take over and kind of tell really the reader that, you know, all these great things, this nice blinks we have that's going on the side, right. but follow the hero. Right. Because no matter where they're going to go, right. again, no matter what time traveling they're going to go, against dinosaurs, against zombies, <laughs> against aliens, whatever it is, it's not the story. The right. story is going to be the right. hero.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's definitely a trap of genre movies because there's so much uh, world-building and rule-setting that needs to happen, right? But that stuff has to happen in tandem with introducing the characters yeah. and getting us engaged into the story. Yeah. That's true. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, it, it seems like we're talking so much, a lot now, about what's going to happen in just those first ten pages. Yeah, well, they're right?
0: important and also... The first ten pages can be surprisingly long. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're reading if you're reading a lot of scripts. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're like in the first ten pages, you're sort of like, Wow, I feel like this should be moving faster, you know. I there's there's a lot of room to set up everything that you need yeah. and you really have to get the momentum going right away so that it doesn't feel like a drag in that yeah. first section too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, once and, and this is maybe for it's it's harder for when you're the writer. Right, because you kind of don't see or feel the pacing when mm-hmm. you're reading your own work. Right. And so it's important to have somebody else read it and kinda get their reaction, even just based on the pacing of it. Right. Right? Did they feel like like you were saying? Does it start right. to drag, or did it right. really kind of flow in those first ten pages? Yeah. And yes, there are those moments reading a script where it's like, I'm only on the sixth yeah, page. I
0: know. What? You know,
1: it's like but there are also those scripts where like I'm already on page twenty-three. Right, right, what? And, right. I, and 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 you know it's because again, yeah, you're being engaged. You're you're, yeah. you're capturing you the your, your, yeah. your reader.
0: And I don't. And I hope that no writers listening to this are feeling bad about yeah. their first ten pages, <laughs> because I just have to say I've been there too. I have very boring first ten pages, and that's the whole point. Is you write them, and then you get feedback, and then you make them better. You know, like yeah. you have to get them out there. But uh, we're just talking about sort of the importance of making them as good as you can. Yeah, I
1: I completely agree. Because like I was just telling you earlier, in a project I'm working on right now, I think the first three scenes are just like dying together. Yes. (laughs) Those first three scenes. But again, it's not going to be perfect. Right. Right. And I think a lot of newer writers have to know that. Right. Right. It's it's not going to be perfect. Right. It's your first draft. That's the yeah. reason why they call it the craft draft, right? right? But Or worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or worse, right? Uh, <laughs> very true. Right? But, but you have to know moving forward. Right. Right. And, and that will come, you know, in having written that first draft, that second draft. Right. Knowing what the ending is, right? Yeah. And kind of working your, vel- your, your, your way backwards, yeah. kind of, like what the yeah. and kind of knowing what is more important, what are the things you can kind of right. push to the side right. and concentrate on. Right,
0: yeah. You shape it each with each pass. I think it gets, like, in sharper focus, yeah. what you're trying to do and what you need to accomplish yeah. every time you go through it again. All right. So I think you know that's it. Well, that's all the time what we a, have for today. Yeah. What but a what a rambly first episode. <laughs> yeah. But Hopefully that had some good. Um, yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah, and hopefully, like we were just talking about, it didn't drag. It went really fast <laughs> in a good way. Uh, um, so we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks, Naomi. Um, Thanks,
0: Jose. All right.
1: <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And like I said. Hopefully, we'll see you again the next time.
0: Yep. Bye. (laughs) Bye.